Welcome to Got Your Radio, the show where you will know everything about local businesses in San Antonio, Texas. I'm your host, Stephanie Byers. Hi, Got Your People. Welcome to another episode. Today we have a different kind of guest and she's very interesting, Lauren Magnet. She's an awesome hairstylist from Washington. So, welcome to San Antonio. I remember a, a year ago when I moved to San Antonio, well, a year and a half ago, and I didn't know anyone. I was a new girl in the city. Uh, I have my first uh, baby uh, months before, before we moved. And then I started my, my new business. So let me tell you, Lauren, I follow you. So what woman doesn't want to look and feel beautiful? It's amazing how a good haircut, a good hair color, or a new look can make us feel so pretty, sexy, and like a new woman, right? Who's with me? <laughs> so Lauren is gonna talk about her magic, and I saw pictures of her work, and I'm seeing her right now. And ladies, I have to tell that I love her style. By the way, I love your hat. So please put me in one of your first appointments. I want to be one of, of your first clients, okay? So here's Lauren McNett. Hi everybody, it's awesome to be here. So tell us a little bit about you. She's a hairstylist, so if you're looking for a new hairstylist, she's gonna be opening on February 2nd. And the area is Stone Oak, right? Yep. So tell us a little bit about your your experience. How did you start to be a hairstylist? Uh, let's see, it kind of dates back to high school. Um, I always had an interest in hair, uh, especially color. I love coloring my Barbie dolls. So I guess it started <laughs> before high school. Um, Yeah, so I grew up in Washington State. Uh, I went to beauty school, uh, Jean Juarez is what it was called, in Seattle in 2010. And I graduated in 2011. And as soon as I graduated, I decided that I wanted to go into business for myself instead of working for somebody else. I like to, you know, make my own prices, uh, make my own schedule. And it just, with the flexibility of being a business owner, it just worked out better for me. So. Um, Yeah, I decided to open up a little booth uh, rental in a salon in Stanwood, Washington. So Stanwood, Washington is a little tiny farm town. So you can imagine what it's like to build a clientele on a little farm town. Um, so I worked there for a few years and then I decided to move into a bigger salon because I had a, I built a clientele pretty quickly. I was very blessed with that. And uh, yeah, I moved into a bigger salon and I built pretty quickly. Um, let's see, in 2014, I decided that I wanted to expand my skill set and do something more with, with my career. And I decided to become an educator as well. Yeah. So, um, became an educator for a brand called Surface Hair. Uh, Surface Hair is a high-performance salon-exclusive hair uh, and skincare line that completely respects personal health in the earth, so it's an eco-friendly brand, and I uh, love to support eco-friendly brands. Um, and with my health journey and everything like that, it just, it all made sense. I just, I found the brand that I was meant to educate for, and uh, 
So yeah, I started teaching haircutting classes, uh, color classes, um, as well as working behind the chair. And so from 2014 to now, I'm still doing it and I love it. Um, in 2018, my husband and I decided that we wanted to move to San Antonio, Texas, and uh, I decided that I would still travel back and forth to work behind the chair there because I had a pretty steady clientele. So on that part, like, how do you do with your clients? So how many days you were here in San Antonio and how many days you were uh, in Washington? So I was home in San Antonio for three weeks and then I would fly to Washington and work behind the chair for two weeks. So I spent about 12 to 13 days behind the chair and I would fit in 70 guests in those two weeks. So, oh wow. Yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty, pretty intense. I was double booked. Um, working 12 to 14 hour days but you know my, my clients they were very supportive of me moving and still traveling back and forth um, I think out of all of my clients that I had before I moved I probably lost 10 from the move because you know obviously fitting clients in every five weeks instead of every four weeks it just didn't work for some people which I totally understood um, yeah. Are you sure your clients were uh, sad? Because it's, yeah. it's hard to find like a hairstylist mm -hmm. and when you find it, it's like you want to stick with, you know? Yeah. No, it, no it's very true. I I, uh, I was very sad to lose some people, but I understood because it didn't didn't mesh with their schedules. But yeah, once you find that hairstylist, like you you will travel to see them. <laughs> I, um, I a lot of my old clients joke that they're going to fly to San Antonio because they just can't find somebody to do their hair and I more than welcome that but um, yeah it's it was, it was sad but it's okay. It's like how many hours of, or of flies from Washington to San Antonio? So it's actually not that bad. Uh, it's like three hours and 45 minutes. Oh think, wow. One way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, which I th I would thought it would be like a five hour flight but um no, it was really nice because I flew in Alaska. It was a straight-through flight, which I'm shocked that they had a Seattle to San Antonio and vice versa flight. Um, but yeah, I flew so much that I became MVP and I started getting upgraded to first class. I'm like, <laughs> woohoo, sure, I'll fly to, to work on clients. And That's hair. more comfy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what do, do you like to do more? Uh, color, cuts, um... I enjoy all of it, um, but if I were to pick one, I would definitely say that color is more my specialty. I have, uh, I have a niche for color, I guess I should say. Um, I just love it. I love creating. Um, it's it's like being an artist, you know. You've got this this canvas, and you get to do you get to be really creative and do what you want on that canvas. And um, I just I just love coloring. That's a great uh, way to see it. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I know some hairstylists, they specialize on blondies or... Uh, no brown, have another name. I'm really bad with that. That's okay. <laughs> or red. Red, or, yeah. Red is really hard. Um, so in Washington, in my salon, I was known as the red girl. So reds were my thing. Like I, I love, I love all of it. I love doing blondes. Like I'm a balayage specialist too. 
Um, but doing like coppers and reds, like that, that was my, that was my thing up in Washington. I was really, really good at it. And yeah, no, doing reds are really hard because somebody sits in your chair and they want red color. There's so many different reds in the spectrum. <laughs> so you really have to have a really good consultation and make sure that, you know, like they want, they don't want Ronald McDonald hair. So yeah, no, red is very hard. Back in the days, I was doing like I was like blondie, and then one day I decided I want my my hair red. Yeah. So there was in some point that I had to go every week to the salon for a uh, touch, and I'm like, I can't afford it. Like, yes, red is the highest maintenance color because it fades quicker, but it also takes forever to get out of the hair too. Which advice would you give it to some ladies with their red hair that they can? Uh, keep like the bright color and don't wash it out that fast. So washing, and this sounds awful, but washing your hair in cold water, <laughs> cooler water, I guess I should say, um, will help a lot because cold water keeps the cuticle closed and hot water opens it. So when you open the cuticle, your color is going to come out quicker, if okay. that makes sense. So uh, especially like people with really fun fashion colors, it's the same thing. If you wash your hair in cooler water, then your hair is going to stay more vibrant longer. Uh, less frequent washing. So for those ladies that wash their hair every day, you can't do that with red hair. <laughs> what about like a, a good advice for a good take care of uh, blonde hair? Blonde hair? Kind of the same thing, um, depending on what kind of blonde you are. So if you like the silvery, ashy tones, not washing your hair very often. Um, and if you do wash your hair, washing your hair with like a purple shampoo um, and finding one that isn't drying. So if you use two, okay, so if you have like a blondie or highlights and all of that, if you use like a purple shampoo too often, it's not like turns purple-ish? It can, so I, I advise it once a week. So let's say you wash your hair three times a week, then maybe that once you use purple shampoo and you don't want to use it when your color is fresh either. So you want to start using it when you start to see your toner maybe starting to fade a little bit and you want to keep, you know, the ashiness. You want to use purple shampoo then. So if you use it right away, your hair will turn a little purpley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I, I hear about that before and uh, personally, like a few weeks ago, I, I had to use the, the purple shampoo and I was so worried about it and like no it's gonna be purple but no, no I was safe um I, I forget like <laughs> what I was trying oh yeah so why is San Antonio so my mom and dad bought property out in San Antonio when I was about I think I was about 10 years old. Um, I swear the older I get, the less I remember when I was a kid. <laughs> um, but yeah, they bought property out in Blanco. And um, so we'd come visit there and then they decided to buy a condo in the city for when they came to visit and they started building their property, their house on their property out in Blanco. And we'd come stay in the city and I just fell in love. I, have you ever traveled somewhere and you just felt like it was home? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's. I felt like that in San Antonio. Every time I, I came to visit, I was like, this is where I'm going to be. This is where I need to end up at some point in my life. So, and I always thought maybe it would be more retirement, but, you know, it came out sooner. <laughs> yeah, but I just, I just love it here. I love uh, the different cultures here. I love just the vibe that the city gives off. I, I don't know how to explain it. It's just very homey, but 
I think and what I find out myself is like a, it's a community, yeah. like the feel of a community. That's what I like about San Antonio. Yeah, say um, in Washington State, there's there's some um, places in Washington State where it felt like that, but not like here. Here, it's just everyone groups together and really supports each other, and it's just amazing. So. So let's talk about trends. Like a trend of 2000, like 2020 and 2021. Okay. What could you tell us about it? Well, 2020 is hard because, um, you know, we got hit with COVID. <laughs> yes. So a lot of stylists were shut down for, I mean, in Washington, I was shut down for four months. Uh, I think in Texas, they were shut down for two or three. And like California is shut down for the third time. So, oh, yeah. yeah, so trends were a little difficult um, then because uh, we weren't, you know, doing anything behind the chair. But this year, the trend is curtain bangs and a lot of fringe and the shag. The shag is back, everybody. The shag is oh, back. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, which I love it. I love it. I think it's a it's a fun haircut. Um, but, yeah, and then you're, you're going to see more... Um, like the split hair colors. I don't know if you've seen that. No. So one person may have like platinum blonde on one side and the other and the other side's black. Oh yeah. Geez. So they're really the fun colors and then I'm sad to say, but the chunky highlights are back. The 2004 Kelly Clarkson hair. It's like back. the ones that was like really white. Yes. Like you can see them lines. Yes. Oh yes, wow. they're back. Yeah. So that's that's what you're gonna see in 2021. So you like a hairstylist, how do you keep updated like, so, with trends and all of that? Uh, online education, um, following different hair brands, and then educating for surface, we, we keep up with the trends as well. So we we get educated on the next year's trend the year before, like the fall before, so then that we get to keep up with that too. So that's how I that's how I know what's coming up is, you know, being behind the scenes a little bit. I know like I when I always want a new look, I look at Google or Pinterest, and like I can like I want this. Yep. <laughs> but also I I like the person tells me like maybe because the the shape of your face, your yep. Especially my face is round. <laughs> I would say it's actually oval. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. feel it's round. <laughs> no, I think I, I think everybody feels like their face shape is round, but oval's the best shape to have because you can pull off almost any haircut. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice to know. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, there's only five haircuts in the world and every haircut's just decorated to your liking. Really? Yeah. I, I never hear that. Okay. Tell yeah. us more about that. Yeah. So you've got like the long, no layered haircut <laughs> and then you've got the long layered haircut and then you have like the, the bob and then you have like the inverted bob and then you have the pixie, the crop. So each each uh, one of those you can customize to your own. So like the long shag would just be a long layered haircut. Yeah. But you just obviously add in the layers. So yeah, every everybody um, thinks that there's like a million haircuts in the world, but there's five basic haircuts that we build on. Okay, and then you just go like depending on the trend, like just changing a few things. Yeah, every haircut is customizable to you. So, um, like someone might sit in my chair and show me a picture of an inverted bob that's very angled, but let's say that their face shape, they have a long face shape. 
And if I angle it to point to the chin, it's just gonna make the face look a lot longer. So what I would do is square it off. Okay. Yeah, so it doesn't emphasize the longer face. It, it encloses your face, if that makes sense. So I just customized that haircut to you. It could be like hard at the beginning when you're like learning how to cut the hair. Mm -hmm. So a few years ago, I know like the undercuts were like the, oh yeah, the huge thing like yeah. six years ago. Um, still a little bit. I still I had clients up in Washington. Um, I stopped traveling June. June was when I was done last June. Um, I still had clients that still got it done. <laughs> And a lot of times too, if you have really thick hair, mm -hmm. you can do not necessarily undercut, but you can cut in the middle of your hair, and you'll never people will never see it. But it takes off so much hair, so it makes styling a lot easier. I I saw like one time uh, a picture like for a a woman's haircut, like undercut, that you cut like the back, like mm -hmm. the lower part of I don't know how to say like. So when, when you have your hair down, people can see it, but if you put it pull it up on a ponytail or something, they can see it. Yeah. So I was like, oh. Yeah, and you can do cool. like fun designs <laughs> and yeah, I am not very good at designs in the hair, so I'm gonna put that out now. Um, but I had one client that she would just like, just do whatever, just practice. So I'd always practice on her and try to get better, but designs are not my thing. <laughs> go to a experienced barber for that. I <laughs> so your salon is going to be like uh, just focus on um, woman haircuts or are you going to do uh, men and kids? So women and kids, um, I do men's cuts. I don't have it on my booking system. So once I start to build a clientele here, let's say I have a client, she's like, my husband really needs a haircut. Yeah, sure, send it in. I just do men's by referral. Um, I had a men, male clientele in Washington, um, but I've noticed in San Antonio that there's so many fancy barbershops here. Like, so, like the Matador and stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah, my husband goes to that yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, my husband did too when, uh, when I was traveling back and forth because he always needed a haircut when I wasn't home. Um, <laughs> of course. Of course. Um, yeah, I just, uh, I feel like the experience that they get in a barbershop is different than in a salon. If that makes sense, like it's just geared more towards them. And it's what I hear from my husband is like a little bad time for them, yeah. like with the hot towel on the face. Yeah, yeah, I and, love it. <laughs> and I, 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 I would love to do the hot towels. Maybe once COVID's over, that could be something I could offer. But with COVID, it's a little restricted in what we're allowed to do. But um, yeah, I, uh, I just think that with all of the barbershops and stuff, it's just not something I offer. I would do it, but it's not something that they can go in and just book. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let me tell our audience that we're lucky because your your experience on curly hair mm -hmm. and that's hard to find. Yes, it is. Uh, especially here in San Antonio, I feel uh -huh. it's more hard to find it. So could you tell us more about that curly hair? Uh, like more like the cuts or how is your expertise? Yeah, so um, with the line that I educate for Surface, we actually have a curls line that's really amazing for curly hair. And we have uh, a whole class curriculum dedicated to curly hair. So I go and teach how to cut curly hair, how to color curly hair, um, especially balayage and curly hair. It's a lot different than if somebody was wavy or straight hair. Um, 
yeah, the key with curly hair is no tension when you're cutting hair. So the way that I like to cut curly hair is um, if they wear it primarily curly. So let's say they straighten it more than they curl it, I'm gonna straighten the hair and cut it because that's how they're gonna wear their hair and that's what they're gonna see. Um, but for most clients that wear it curly, I will shampoo it and um, cut it wet. What I do is I comb it once and I let it find its natural pattern and then I go and cut freehand, if that makes sense. Okay. Zero tension because what happens is if I pull, and have a lot of tension on the curl and I cut it, it's gonna straight way up and it's it's not gonna be even. So the way that I cut curly hair as well is I don't, like my mother-in-law, let's, she has really curly hair, but one side is a little straighter than the other. I actually have to cut that side shorter than the other side, if that makes sense. So when it's dry, it's balanced. Oh, yeah. okay. So yeah. one side like curls more than the yep. other? Or? Yeah, so I a lot of times I will have my clients stand and um, and I have to visually see how the curl is starting to dry. Because if I were just to go in and just follow the line on curly hair, it's not going to work out at all. So um, I have to visually see how it's drying and then I go in and um, cut from there and texturize it. And, so if somebody's going in and feeling their curly hair constantly, it may feel uneven, but to the eye, it's even. And that's what you want to see in curly hair, if that makes sense. Yes. Yeah, because no curl is the same. It's just like every snowflake. Every snowflake has its own design. <laughs> same with curly hair. So. And um, are you going to have any promo for the opening? Yeah, so I'm offer offering 20% off to everyone um, that uh, talks about like this podcast or sees me on social media. 20% um, off your entire service and retail. So um, I'm offering that and um, there's no expiration date. So for every first time guest, they'll receive 20% off. And you're going to offer a reward program or a loyalty? Yes. Yeah. So I'm going to have a loyalty program. Then I also have a referral program. So for anybody that refers a, a client to me, they'll get 20% off their next service as well. So let's say they refer 10 people to me, which would be, be awesome. Um, <laughs> but if they refer 10 people to me, they would have 10 services with 20% off. So it wouldn't have to pay full price. And what I understand is like you have almost all February booked? I have half February booked, yeah, just from social media, which is super exciting. Um, you know, it's crazy when I first started doing hair back in 2010, uh, social media wasn't really a thing. So marketing was the newspaper <laughs> or just going door to door and handing out your business card and a flyer or anything like that. Um, now it's just everything social media and especially with COVID. Like it's all virtual. So it's just, it's a lot different now. So um, yeah, social media is actually pretty awesome in building and promoting a business. So. so tell us where is gonna be your salon. So the address is 18470 uh, Blanco Road, uh, Suite 109. And it's called Vista Salon Suites. And my suite is number 10. And my salon is called Charlie Ray Salon. Why, why Charlie? I know, so many people ask me this and it's it's funny. So my husband and I, we had a baby almost six months ago and we've been married for almost seven years. Um, he's a miracle baby. We were told that we probably couldn't have kids. 
So um, we didn't think we would. And all of a sudden, Daniel, our son Daniel, was just such a blessing and a huge surprise. And um, I... I don't, I don't know if we'll have any more kids, and I've always wanted to name my uh, my daughter Charlotte, Charlotte Ray. Like Charlotte? Yeah, Charlotte, and call her Charlie Ray. <laughs> and so, uh, not knowing if I'll ever have a girl or not, my business is kind of my baby, so I named it Charlie Ray. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's cute. He's yeah. a cute story. Thank you. How did you find the the sweets? Uh, it's funny. I got a flyer in the mail, so um, I was actually looking at other sweet rentals in Stone Oak, and um, was about to reach out to the owners, and uh, I get this flyer in the mail about this new suite rental. Um, I've never heard of it before and it's I think it's the only one. So um, I called the owner and I met him there and I walked around and I said, okay, let me send a lease. <laughs> so, so how many suites they have there? They're building there. Yeah, they're almost finished. Um, I don't know on the top of my hand. I want to say at least 20. Um, so when you first walk in, there's going to be a suite right in front of you and that's right now it's going to be like the leasing office office and then right to the right is my suite so I'm right in front so really, really easy to find I did that on purpose uh, <laughs> that was smart it was yeah um, and then they have suites in the front that have windows um, mine unfortunately doesn't have a window but that's okay one day I'll have a window um, <laughs> and then there's gonna be in the back on the right is all the spa so like estheticians massage therapists lash technicians um, I think microblading and stuff like that's gonna be all back there because they made it all carpet so it's super quiet back there oh, okay and then the front is all uh, like I think laminate hardwood so, so you, you're gonna find like uh nail yes. salons to like yep so you'll find hairstylists barbers um nail techs microblading yeah. massage therapists uh estheticians so you'll find it all um i don't know how many they have rented out i know when i went in november and um signed my lease i think they already had like seven or eight people That's all. Like, yeah, yeah, that's and they good. didn't. They didn't start the like building. Yeah, it was. Or? It was. So all the the frame was up like it was all enclosed, but they didn't have any of the cabinetry. So like it was still concrete, and there was still like you know exposed wire and all that. Like they had just started really putting it together. So cool. And yeah. also like what you were telling me that you're lucky that they they adding the the cabinets and all of yeah. that for you that's that's awesome <laughs> yeah they supply the the chair and i mean those those stylus chairs are like five six hundred dollars they're it's it's pretty expensive so it's pretty great that they're supplying that i just have to supply literally everything else so i supply my color i supply all my furniture other than that chair and the cabinets mm -hmm. um, and the sink I supply all my back bar retail uh, all my tools um I'm gonna have a nice chair in the corner with like a throw blanket that if somebody wants to sit there, they can. Um, and then like a little, I'll have like a little Keurig and offer coffee. To go coffee though, because of COVID, I can't let you guys drink from my cups oh, right now, which okay. is, it's weird, but- Like it, maybe disposable. <laughs> yeah, recyclable, disposable uh, coffee cups. Okay. So, but yes, I will be offering coffee and then like bottled water. And, and it's gonna be, Like the concept of the suite is just one person per time and also with COVID, like... It's, yeah, um, so what's great about being by myself right now, 
and especially coming from a salon where I work with other other stylists and they're my salon family like I I'm still best friends with all of them and we support each other and I'm gonna miss that camaraderie but with COVID and everything like let's say we step backwards and they limit capacity to like 25% because right now I think here it's like 75% um, I don't have to worry about it because I'm by myself. So it's just me and another person, um, and I and it's a lot safer, um, you know. And I, I sanitize in between clients. I offer masks. Um, I sanitize your hands before you come in. So it's very very safe. And I feel like when it's just us two, people will feel safer as well. And you have to sanitize between people, right? So yes. With COVID, how many people could you book per day? Depends on the on um, what they're getting done. Like there's one Saturday where she's getting a full balayage, roots, and a haircut in a toner, and I, I she's just my only one for the day. I just booked it for five hours since so she has a lot of hair. Um, so it just depends. But I mean, I could I could fit. Let's say I had haircuts all day. I could fit six or seven haircuts in a day. I oh, just, cool. <laughs> yeah. So I just I I just have to. You know, and it's funny too because hair salons we did this anyways so um all the covid regulations other than obviously we can't offer you uh coffee or water to drink out of unless it's like a disposable or whatever um but we 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 did all this um all the sanitizing because it's part of our our uh health code yeah like even without the coffee that you have to put like the scissors on the on the blue liquid and yeah yeah the barbicide <laughs> yeah so uh it's <laughs> like the blue liquid <laughs> you know what it was um yeah and the, the only thing that's really different like i said is with the drinking and then i can't give you a magazine because there's no way for me to really sanitize a magazine um but everybody has their phones now anyways so yeah I'm like nobody uses magazines anymore um and then you just have to wear a mask during the whole service so like if I decide to step out if I have to use the restroom or I have to go in the back and do some laundry and I can close the door and you can take your mask off because you're the only one in there okay. so that's another great thing about being in the suite is if I'm out of the suite and you're processing you could totally take your mask off like a little breaks yeah that's good yeah because if I'm in a bigger salon like can't happen are you doing um, her extensions Uh, I will be doing hair extensions. I'm actually going to take a class on uh, hair extensions here soon. Okay, yeah. so it's gonna be able in a few months. Or? Yeah, um, so probably springtime. Oh, cool. Well. Yeah, it's yeah. the perfect timing. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted to find a brand that I liked because um, there's so many different extension brands and. Some of them are really good quality and other ones aren't. Um, so I wanted, I did a lot of research trying to figure out like which brand I would want to do, I want to offer. So I am going to take a hair extension class on Babe Extensions. Um, really good quality human hair. They have a lot of options and they're a little bit more affordable than a lot of other hair extension companies. Yeah. Hair extensions are expensive. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Very expensive. So. So, um, tell me your where we can book our our appointments with you. Your social media. Yeah. Uh, do you have a website? Yeah. So um, you can find me at Charlie Ray Salon on Facebook, and then on Instagram you can find me at Charlie Ray Salon. And if you go on my Facebook or on my Instagram, there's a link where you can click to my website. Um, it's Charlie Ray Salon on Square, the Square website. Okay. 
um, and then you can book through there as well. Okay. Yeah. Well, welcome to San Antonio. Thank you. <laughs> so excited. I love it here. Thank you so much for being here. And ladies, book your, your appointment soon. She's getting booked really, really quick. I am. And 20% off, ladies. 20% off your full service. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you to be here with us in another episode. I really appreciate it. Please join our Facebook group, Katja Radio San Antonio. And remember, if you want to talk about your business, you want us to go and interview your favorite local business, or if you have a really cool and interesting story about San Antonio, Texas, please contact us through our Facebook group. And remember, we are Got Your Radio, and we are here for you.